0: Howdy, how are you? I'm glad you're here. Thanks for tuning in to the podcast today. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. We're going to talk about life. We're going to talk about love. We're going to talk about humping. I'm just kidding. What? What is wrong with you, Raymer? What is wrong with your mind? Dude, I have a messed up mind. I forget sometimes how far I've came in the last seven years. Oh, you've come so far, Raymer. But have I? have you? You forget. I remember David in rehab, one of the counselors there, awesome dude. He would bang his big ass lunchbox hands on the desk and he'd say, you will forget. You will forget. And you will. And I have at times, as of recently even, I forget, forget what it was like. Forget what it was like those last few months, that last year when I was desperate Overwhelmed uh, Confused Exhausted I think would be The the correct term To wrap it all together And uh, man It's good to be Reminded sometimes And that's why It's important To stay connected And uh, so connection Can be A tough thing When we think We can do it on our own And we can't That's the one good thing We know we're not alone We're not the only one Out there going through Whatever it is That we're going through And if we're using alcohol If we're using drugs As a tool To uh, deal with it, to cope with it, hey, not a good tool to use when we're abusing it. So we're going to talk a little bit about today, about a few things, about connection. I got a cat story for you. Who doesn't love a good crazy cat story, right? Uh, Also, we're going to talk about the CDC saying that the lockdown, the pandemic, uh, as many people call it, uh, how much of an impact it's having on our mental health. And uh, it's really, really surprise. Well, it's not surprising. I guess surprising would be a bad word or term to use. But it's it's very real when you really take a look at uh, at the effects that this thing is is having. So, hoping that we can put it all behind us. And that's another issue, right? Being okay with we're right in the moment we need to be in. And I'm we're gonna talk a little bit about acceptance as well. About accepting the fact that if we truly have faith, if we truly believe um, that God has us right where we're supposed to be in this moment, just look at your feet, the old good saying, I'm right where I'm supposed to be, in turn to that, everything around me should be as it is supposed to be, and I should not resist, I should not fight to change it, which I have a tough time with sometimes, because I think that... um, Well, number one, I think I'm right all the damn time. I'm right, you son of a bitch. (laughs) But I'm not. I'm not right all the time. I don't know everything, even though I'd like to think that I do. Let's get into the podcast. But first, this episode's brought to you by Promises Behavioral Health. If you're struggling through the pains of addiction or a mental health disorder... Now is the time, baby. Now is the time, gentlemen. Now is the time, man, woman, person, human being to get some help. Seek the help you need. You're not alone. Maybe it's affected your job, your social life, a relationship. Looking for relationships, son? It's from Breakfast Club. I totally messed up the uh the uh tone. What is he saying that? I was thinking about... Oh, no, 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 no. It's not relationship, Raymer. It's not relationship. It's this. I'm thinking about trying out for a scholarship. (laughs) As he dribbles the basketball. Why am I talking in weird voices? I don't know, but maybe you're just exhausted like I was. Maybe you're overwhelmed, completely over it. You're tired of doing the same damn thing over and over, telling yourself you're not going to do it again the next day, only to wake up and be intoxicated or high by noon. Maybe earlier. That was my my thing by about noon. I'd say, I'm going to quit today, and then I'd I'd do my nightly thing till 3, 4 in the morning. I'd wake up, and then by noon, I'd start doing it all over again, even though I swore up and down I wasn't going to do it anymore. It's exhausting, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it? I've been there. You're not alone. Let this be an opportunity to get back on track, to get the help that you need. Promises behavioral health is here for you or your loved one at that. They can help you, and that's why we continue to partner with these guys. You can trust them. They're great people. They have friends. They have family. Many of the people that work for Promises and with Promises are in recovery themselves as well as the friends and family. Um, they can answer some questions for you and get you some help. Let me give you uh, some information on how you can contact them and what the best way to do that is. You can go, number one, promisesbehavioralhealth.com slash guide. They've created a great webpage over there. It's got some resources. Got a couple of pictures of our family representing that you can be a family and uh, be in recovery, find a new life, a better life. Uh, So one more time, com slash guy, or you can just call, pick up the old telephone, 888-205. Is it a telephone? Is it a cell phone? I think it's a cell phone. Pick up your cell phone. I need to go back to the flip phone, by the way. Remember the flip phone experiment that I did a while back? I went, had to go back because I started coaching and needed some apps and stuff. So I went back after about three and a half months to, uh, the iPhone actually got a new iPhone 11, which is great camera, but I'm over it already. It's too time consuming. It's too addictive need to go back to the flip phone. But maybe you got your flip phone. Maybe you got your iPhone. Maybe you got your droid. Whatever it is, you can call Promises at 888-205-1890. That's 888-205-1890. Tell them that you heard about them from that Sober Guy podcast. Love you guys. Thank you for partnering with us. Let me give you a couple more resources as well. If you want some online meetings, um, a great place to, to stay plugged in. You can go to that soberguide.com slash get help for the daily Zoom AA meeting. That's at uh let's see, 6 p.m. Pacific and uh 9 p.m. Eastern. And uh I'm trying to look up uh where to go here? Hold on a second here hold on a second. Like you're going to sit there and hold as I scroll through this stupid phone with my notes on it. Okay. It's the fourth dimensioners online AA meeting. I was trying to remember the specific name as I I have to write things down now because I forget. Um, But it's on zoom there. It's a, uh, uh, a discussion AA literature nightly. And then there's a speaker every Saturday, the link uh, the meeting ID, it's all at that link at that sober slash get help, or just go to the site, click on the get help tab. Uh, in addition to that promises has the rooted program. It has a bunch of meetings on there as well. You can go to the promises, uh, behavioral health.com site, uh, site, and you can click on, um, I'm not sure what tab it is. I don't have it in front of me, but go there and you'll find some meetings on there. I promise. Uh, one last thing and then we're gonna get started. I apologize. Well, why am I apologizing Raymer? Don't apologize. It's a sign of weakness. You never apologize. No, I'm just kidding You apologize when you do something wrong, but I hate when people apologize for no reason like I'm apologizing to you oh, I'm sorry. Why would I apologize? I didn't do anything wrong. I'm just trying to get through these damn announcements Can you see where my mind goes? But I'm very excited to participate in Thriving Roots. It's a virtual community music conference. It's, it's September 16th through the 18th. Um, really is a good time now. We were spo- I was supposed to go out to Nashville, obviously, before all this uh, planned debt pandemic crap happened. Um, it was supposed to be live. It was supposed to be... Um, in Nashville, they do it every year. It's a huge music festival. Uh, they reached out to Promises and some other people, Rock to Recovery, about putting a panel together and talking about recovery uh, in the music industry. So when I got the invite uh, to participate in this, man, you know I definitely jumped on. It. It's a great opportunity to hang out with some cool people and talk recovery and help serve the recovery community and the music industry too. You know I'm a big music guy, uh, so. In any case, it's September 16th through the 18th. Uh, I'll be hosting the show, and uh, I'll be hosting, and then the the, the panel is called The Show Must Go On, Musicians in Recovery, Um, and there's some great people on the panel. Uh, It's going to be a good time, so check it out. You can go to uh, Americanamusic.org if you'd like to get some tickets to the event, Uh, and then it's at AmericanaFest on uh, Instagram. Uh, I think Twitter too, if you'd like more info there. All right, let me shut my pie hole for about two seconds and I'm going to open it again as we officially kick off the show. That Sober Guy podcast contains adult content, merciless truth, and emotional nudity. Listener discretion is advised. I'm Shane Raymer. You're listening to That Sober Guy podcast and we help people stay sober. Love saying that. I like to think that, uh We've been able to provide some assistance to some of you out there, even if it's just some motivation and some hope, baby. I know this platform, I've I've said baby twice today. I don't know why I keep saying that I apologize, baby. Apologize, baby! Reminds me of Vince Vaughn. What are you doing, baby? Come on, baby. Who's the baby? Hey babe. How about the couples that call everyone babe? I'm kind of guilty of it myself actually too. No thanks, babe. Can you get that or get that one, babe? Down, 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 Be sure to check us out at thatsoberguy.com. You can connect with us on Instagram, at Real That Sober Guy. On Twitter, at Shane Raymer. On Parler, at Real That Sober Guy. How are you? I'm a little wild today, I know. I don't have a whole whole bunch of plans for this episode, which always makes it seem like it's a little more wild and a little more shooting from the hip shooting from the hip today, guys. How about a cat story? Should we start off with a, with a funny cat? Well, I think it's funny. I don't know if you'll think it's funny, but who doesn't love a good cat story, right? Especially if you love cats. If you hate cats, you'll probably won't love it. You might. We got a cat recently. Lucy got a cat for her 10th birthday. She wanted a kitten, right? My homeboy Phil hooked it up. Shout out to big Phil. Love you, brother. He, uh... He manages maintenance in uh, in an apartment complex out here in the Solano County area. And one of the tenants had a litter, a litter of cats, a litter of felines. And uh, he hooked us up with one of those. And the cat is actually really cool looking. It's a Siamese cat. Lucy decided to name it Ruby. And uh, it likes to shit in the house. Imagine that. So we went through a whole process of you know dad saying no to the cat we already have a dog we don't need any more animals blah 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 fell on deaf ears right make a long story short i fought it i lost as i usually do and uh lucy and i'm glad i lost at this just for the pure fact of lucy's face when she opened Uh, the bag that had the cat jumping out of it as a tiny kitten on her 10th birthday. It was well worth uh, not having my, uh, my voice heard, not, I'm not having my voice heard, (laughs) but it was worth it. Right. Unbelievable. I think she cried a little bit. Awesome that she got the cat. She was excited. She's still excited. She takes care of the cat Pretty damn good. I got to remind her a few things sometimes. So does Jess. But still, she's 10. She's doing a good job, though. We had the whole litter box thing going on, and the cat was shitting in the litter box and seemed to be doing a pretty good job. Scratched up a couple of things here and there. Actually ended up not being as bad as I anticipated it to be so far. Kind of. The cat now is, I don't know, maybe five months old. It's got to be somewhere around there, four or five months, somewhere in that range. And, uh, so it's, it's just exploring the fact the thing loves to eat all the time as cats normally do. It wakes my, how did, how did I get to be the cat lover guy, right? We had cats growing up. I never wanted a cat again, especially after we got Brody. Cause that's like my road dog. I didn't want a cat, you know, obviously it's not about me, right? It's about my daughter. And that's partly why I need to work recovery. Cause I make shit about me. I do that. I still do it. I hate to admit it even right now, but I do. And I have to be careful of that because it's me sometimes, you know, and it's like, wait a minute. It's not about me. My daughter wanted a cat. Okay. So there, so there, let me, I'm, I'm trying to work through this as I'm doing the podcast right now. Right. Just a great example that recovery never stops. I constantly have to work on things just because I'm not drinking and, and, and doing drugs and being high to numb out. It doesn't mean that. I do everything great and that my life is awesome. I mean, I got a pretty awesome ass life, no doubt, especially compared to about seven years ago, but I'm just saying it's constant work. It's not just the fact of not drinking. My mind does weird shit. The mind does weird things sometimes. And it's very selfish at times. In any case, the cat's been doing pretty damn good. I don't know how it took to me as it they, I'm like the dad whisperer or some shit but it wakes me up every morning like four five o'clock it jumps on it literally like sleeps on my head in the morning it I got to like shut the door try to avoid it you know but it comes in and it actually is pretty damn nice and it's pretty sweet okay I'm gonna get a big soft I'm gonna get a big soft heart right now the cat's sweet just admit it Raymer you fucking love the cat okay sorry for the f-bomb just felt right right there. But I do. I love the cat. Okay. I love it. At the same time, it wakes my ass up every morning. Very early. And uh, lately, it's been shitting inside the house. Particularly, particularly in Lucy's room. And uh, so we're trying to figure out what's the problem here. Do we need to start, you know, put? do we need to put a litter box in the house? It was going outside for... You know, for a minute it was doing good. And then all of a sudden now it's it's deciding it wants to shit in the house. What's the problem here? And so um, point being, number one, I got to put hardwood floor or laminate flooring in Lucy's room. That's a whole nother topic because the carpets just it was already old and shit anyways, but it needs to be replaced. The cat's been going outside and it's finally learning that it has mad skills to jump so this thing's like starting to... We have a treehouse in the backyard. Um, yeah, that's right. I built it. Built that with my bare hands. Did it, did, did, did get the saw and just starting... I'm going to put a cut on the bus and then we're going to put on those... Just stomp it on down there and just put the cinder blocks in there. <laughs> what is this guy talking about? I don't know. If you're still listening, I have a treehouse. And the cat likes to climb the treehouse, okay? Goes up the ladder. It's jumping all around. It's starting to climb like climb the tree it started figuring it out it was only a matter of time before it got out of the backyard perimeter over the fence and so the last couple of days it's finally learned how to do that ruby has scaled the building has scaled the fence has scaled the wall she's escaped she's found freedom so a couple of days ago she gets out and i we can't find her the kids are freaking out i'm working. And I hear through the front of the house, as I'm working, I hear her meowing. Meow! I'm just kidding. That's not what it sounded like. I just said meow, though. Who says meow? A grown man should never say meow. Meow? (laughs) Was that from Super Troopers? I think it was. Isn't it comedy how I can just amuse myself? I just amuse myself. Like, no, I can just do it, I guess. But meow, you should never. I just said it again. Never say that word ever again, Raymer. But I heard the cat out there crying. We'll just use that term. She was whining. And so I I go to the front door. I open it up and sure as shit, here she is running in. She's got weeds on her face and she went on an adventure, but she found her way back. Well, last night, last night we are uh, getting ready for bed, starting to get dark. The cat's outside. Nobody can find her we figure out she's probably scaled the fence again nowhere to be found no collar you know they want to put a collar on her and put a name tag on her so that way if she does get lost people can find her right it makes sense so you know i what do i do i start doing my bitching thing right Us, oh, so how did i get and job that's not my cat not my cave Even though I, I like the cat right okay you like the okay i'll eat the shit <laughs> but i like the cat okay and i don't want to see it Die like the birds did who got their heads ripped off when the cage got left outside. I don't know what episode it was, but I told the story. The kids, Lucy and Jess got birds and they left the cage outside and we woke up in the morning and a possum or whatever attacked the bird cage and murdered the birds. And it was sad and I wasn't too happy about it because I hate seeing things die, especially pointlessly, right? Or for no reason. Innocence. The innocence, man. Got to love that. Got to love that. You don't want to see people animals. I'm a softy like that. Is what I'm getting at. I'm a big soft. I'm a big pussy. I'm just kidding. Man, I have a foul mouth today. I don't I hope there's no kids listening in today. I've been trying to do better at that. I'm not winning in that aspect today, but it just feels good. Anyways, the cat's outside. I don't know where it is. Everyone's going to bed. I'm the last one up outside. Kitty, come here kitty okay come here ruby sound like a total jackass out there trying to call this cat and trying to find the cat before I go to bed because I don't want to leave it out all night there's crazy animals out here I don't want her to get attacked she's still a kitten right I have a soft heart once again how many times you gonna say it Raymer just shut up we get it so I go to bed anyways I go to bed I try to do the tough guy thing. Well, not my cat. Not I'm not. Yeah, just wake up and she's dead. I don't know. I'm just I'm going to bed. So I do the tough guy thing. Try to act like I don't care. I go to bed, but I don't go to bed. I I mean, I go in the room and Jess and I finally have our time. We, we have a couple of things that we watch uh, during the nighttime. And one of them has been Yellowstone, the show Yellowstone for any of you. Yellowstone watchers out there. It's pretty damn good show. Thanks to my homies, Justin and Josh for the recommendation And uh, so we're we're about uh, I don't know 30 minutes into uh To episode five or six or whatever. We're early on we're in the first season here But we're about 30 minutes in and all of a sudden I remember i'm already i'm deep in the show, right? I've completely forgotten about the cat I've completely forgotten that I played tough guy role Tried to play tough guy role, by the way, doesn't work. And uh, all of a sudden, it hits me: the cat's still outside, and I say, "Stop, Jess! Put it on pause. I must check on the kitten." <laughs> so I, I, I'm shirtless. I got shorts on, and I throw my flip flops on, and I go outside. <laughs> and, uh, and I, 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 start calling for her again, kitty, kitty. No, kitty, this is my papa. I didn't say that, but I love that episode. Um, I start calling for her a little bit, and all of a sudden, I hear it. Meow. <laughs> I'm going to say it again. Meow. A grown man should never say meow. Meow. She's like meowing like crazy, right? And I finally realize she's right on the other side of the fence, on our neighbor's fence line. Okay, oh, there, I found her. There she is. She's meow. She wants to come back in. She's probably hungry. She's probably scared. I'm thinking, right? This is me. She's scared. She's a kitten. She needs help. So what do I do? I start, I'm walking up and down the fence line. I'm trying, man, is there somewhere that she, I'm trying to talk to her like she can actually understand me. Freaking an idiot, right? You need to jump up on the garbage can and find your way. Come on, kitty. You can do it. I'm encourage. I'm encouraging a cat. I'm encouraging this cat to jump back at you. Well, you made it on. And then I try to do the tough guy thing, right? Well, you made it over the fence. You need to find your way. You need to learn a lesson. You're going to learn a lesson cat. (laughs) Are you kidding me? And finally Jess comes out. What in the hell is going on out here? She's looking at me, just kind of laughing. She goes, well, she said, where is she? And I said, well, she's on, she's on the other side of the fence and listen, you can hear. And she's there. She's meowing more. And, and she goes, well, Dig a hole. Maybe you can dig a hole under the fence. Grab the shovel. So I go over and I grab the shovel, and I start, you know, kind of trying to dig this hole under the fence, and uh, I I find out that the the neighbor has rock all on the other side of the fence. So the digging the hole is not really making a difference because there's just a huge pile of rock that I'm digging under, and it continues to fill the hole as I dig down deeper. So I'm like, shit, I guess that's not gonna work. I cover it back up, and by this time it's dark. It's 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 pretty much pretty much all the way dark. And Jess goes, "Well, maybe I can, should I look over the fence and and see? I mean, you can see right in our neighbor's backyard. Don't want to impose on their privacy by any means, but hey, we got to get the cat." So go, "Yeah, you know, climb up there, take a look." So she climbs up and she looks over the fence and she stand we have some a, a pile of wood from a tree we cut down. I think she was standing on on one of the stumps or the pile or whatever. And she's looking over and she says, "Oh, I can see her." And I said, "Okay." So cool and so she sticks her arms down she says come here kitty and I, the cat tries to make this this sudden jump to jump into her arms and and she <laughs> she misses it and scratches the fence all up and falls down again and she tries one more time she gets back and she jumps in the air and just barely grabs her by the back of her neck you know how like a mom a mama cat would grab a, a kitten You know, by the back of her neck and pull, and that's how Jess grabs her and pulls her up and pulls her back over the fence. Oh, kitty, kitty, you're say, oh, you're home. Oh, kitty, you know the whole thing, right? It's a big deal, big deal in the Raymer household. The cat is, but meantime, let me remind you why all of this shit has gone on. My daughter, whose cat this is supposed to be, is in her bed fast asleep. Congratulations. (laughs) So we get the cat and, and we bring her in. And, and I'm thinking like, oh man, she's probably scared. Hell no. Totally got played. I go to, you know, Jess hands her to me and I, I say, Hey, you, you know, kind of check her out a little bit. She's fine. Of course, I'm sure she totally just squirms out of my hands and is like, screw you. Feed me, feed me person who takes care of me and cleans our shit up and feeds us. And she runs in the kitchen and wants to eat and that's that. And then she goes and licks herself clean and goes to sleep. That's that. How did I get in charge of taking care of this cat? Well, I didn't. I didn't get in charge of it. It's just how, just how it happened, I guess. And so what's the moral of the story? I don't have one. <laughs> Other than the fact of, well, here, here's the moral, I guess. Maybe you're thinking of your, well, maybe this makes sense to, to you through a different reason. We don't always get to do what we think we should be doing. We don't, things don't always work out like we think they should work out. We don't always get to pick and choose um, what happens throughout our day. We just need to adjust to it, and we just need to do the best we can. And we have to remember it's not all about us. It's not all about me. No, it's not technically my cat, but I do like it. It's a sweet cat. I, you know, I, I can't play tough guy with it. It doesn't work. And I'm not always in charge of doing what I want to do or the way that I think it should be done, I guess, is the point. And it's a funny cat story. to that uh, there was a hard piece of cat shit found in the room hiding as well. which was And, you know, I, I feel... Our, our house is not a disgusting cat house, by the way. I just want to point that out. Um, the house is kept very well. It's a good spot. We're clean, but the cat shit—I feel like I have to say that because I'm just in picturing like this hoarder's house. Like we live in this hoarders. Have you ever seen the show Hoarders? Oh man! And you know, I'm not judging. It's really sad. I know people have issues with that kind of stuff, but some of those houses are flat out disgusting, and it, it is sad. And I don't know how anyone could live like that. We don't live with cat shit in our house either, but you know, that's why we got to figure the the litter box thing out, I guess. But anyways, I'm, I'm blabbing on, let's move on from the cat story. Um, Hey, who doesn't love a good cat story to open up a podcast, right? Maybe you do, or you don't, if you're still listening, listening, I don't know. But a couple of things I wanted to point out today um, in in regards to uh, a couple of things I, I put my corporate voice on there for a minute. Let me just disengage from that and say, fuck real quick. How about that? Ah, yeah. <laughs> Whew. Whew. It's good. It's good. It's good know that part from chevy uh from uh, christmas vacation clark w griswold aka chevy chase chevy chase when he's having his meltdown drinking the eggnog it's good it's good that's kind of how i feel like sometimes right now that's why i need to get my ass to a meeting you can hear it in my voice let's talk about connection are you staying connected are you staying connected am i staying connected it's more the question Nope. (laughs) Ron, are you paying attention? Nope. I'm kind of staying connected. I'm kind of staying connected. I've kind of gone into Shane Raymer can do it all himself mode as well, because there's been a bunch of shit that has happened between fires and, and, and viruses and school closures and business closures and remote working. I feel like I'm, Chained to a computer for the rest of my life, which I don't want to be. You know, all this stuff, life stuff, trying to stay sober, trying to live better, trying to do better and do more. You just got to do it. You got this. Nah, I don't. I need to uh, stay connected. And it's been hard to connect right now. You know, it's been hard to connect. Not that I don't have the resources to do so, but. I tend to want to hunker down if you remember that old term hunker down and and do it on my own Just want to protect my family be with my family Stay uh stay inside, you know, I I, and I, I don't do well with that, you know, we get outside We're not hermits by any means, but I think the more that all this bullshit goes on The more we tend to uh, you know feel isolated I guess and so Uh, The connection thing is huge, you know And I got to do a better job of making sure That I stay connected to my friends to my family to my people in recovery to my sponsor buddy Um, You know and talk about how i'm feeling sometimes as stupid as that sounds, I got to talk about how i'm feeling See i'm making fun of it right now because i'm feeling insecure about it and fearful of it See how that works That's full transparency right there, but I do got to talk about how i'm feeling And I find it tough to talk about how I'm really feeling inside sometimes because I don't feel like people understand and I don't feel like, um, you know, I don't always feel like, uh, like, like I'm like I'm hurt, I guess. And, uh, that's, that's the tough thing I think for me. So I'm trying to do a better job on that. Let me try to lead by example, by being transparent and open about it. And if you're struggling with that right now, I'll just tell you, so am I. You know, if you're struggling, reaching out to somebody for help or to stay connected, or um, you know, just to just to talk about how you're feeling. Like I feel you right now. It's a tough time, uh, but it's important that we do that. And if you can do it in a meeting, that's awesome. If you can do it with a friend, um, if you gotta hit me up on Instagram on Instagram at real that sober guy and just say hey, like feeling like shit right now, man. Like do it. Do whatever you gotta do. I try to get back to everybody I can. Or if you have somebody else, you know, in your community, in your own little circle that you can reach out to, utilize it. Like utilize the people around you um, that are there for you, that want to help. And it doesn't have to be some big, f- like solving, fixing the problem. You know, it doesn't have to be that. It can be something as simple um, as just saying, "Hey, I'm here for you. Let me listen and let me lend you an ear." You don't have to get the answers right then, but just staying connected, staying in um, in that place with good people around you, sober people around you. If you're trying to stay sober, that's important, you know. Um, man, do that. And then the other thing I wanted to talk about too, in addition to connection, is numbing out. So, you know, buddy and I meet weekly, and some ses- some sessions on my part. Uh, you know, I just want to say this too. Buddy. Shows up every week. That dude is about as solid as a dude and a sponsor and a friend uh, and a loyal person as you're gonna get. So I just want to give him a little love and a shout out to that. I appreciate that. You know, he shows up every week. I lag sometimes in in certain weeks. Now, yes. I could sit and make excuses about all the shit going on. There's plenty of it. But at the end of the day, there are days when I just don't want to feel. I don't want to talk about recovery. I don't want to do the work as much as I say, just show up and do the work. And I 100% believe that. And I do do that. But there are times, like, I'm not perfect. There are times when I don't want to. There are times when I, when I fail at that. When I I don't do it And then you know The the biggest thing That I've learned from this Is to be able to give myself grace And be able to talk about it Like I'm doing right now You know But I'm not perfect at it You know And and I want to just numb out sometimes And not You know Meet Or not go to the group Or not talk to my wife Or not reach out to a homie Say I'm feeling like this way You know And I don't know It's just It is what it is right now Even though I hate that saying too it's not one of my favorites, but I guess if I'm trusting in God and being in faith and practicing recovery, not just by staying sober, but by practicing the steps and principles and and just trying to, um, I was going to say trying to do better, but trying to not do better. How about just trying to be, just let me be and let me accept that I can be right where I'm at. In this moment and everything is right the way that it's supposed to be Have a hard time with that, especially right now with all that's going on There's a lot of stuff going on I don't talk about it all in here because I you know, I want to I want to try to focus on positivity and I want to try to focus so much on recovery, but Sometimes that stuff bottles up in here um, and I have to find ways outside the podcast and outside of even recovery to to talk about things and in recovery both, but just communicating. But what am I getting at here? Let me let me back let me back up to where I was going with this. When it's numbing out, I mentioned it. You know, numbing out. So I, point being, I don't want to deal with all that stuff, right? And so I, I want to numb out. That's why I use drugs and alcohol before. That was the tool. So do you get that? If you're listening right now and you're struggling, the alcohol, the drugs aren't the problem. That's that's the solution for you. That's the tool you're using to not deal with all the shit that you want to numb out to the life stuff, stuff I've been talking about. That's personal to me. You know, what is your things that you're, you're wanting to numb out to. And so just because I don't use alcohol and drugs anymore, thank God I'll have seven years, September 11th coming up here shortly, God willing. But just because I don't use that doesn't mean that I can't use other things to do that. And a funny one came up today that I kind of realized when, when Buddy and I were, 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 were meeting. And it's shopping. Amazon. Putting shit in the cart and taking it out. I need this, I need that. Putting shit in, taking it out. Saving it for later. Buying this, not buying that. Buying this and that and that. It allows me to go on my phone or my or my computer, depending on, but but mostly it's the phone because it's usually at nighttime when I can sit there. And you know, to some extent too. Hey, there's nothing wrong with relaxing a little bit and being able to veg out and not think about shit. I'm not saying that you shouldn't do that sometimes and that I shouldn't do that sometimes. But being conscious of it is important to me. And I'm not very conscious of it sometimes because I want to numb out. Yeah, thank God I'm not drinking, but now I'm up on Amazon for two hours. You know, scrolling through stuff and totally just mindless. Buying shit that I don't need. You know, maybe it's stuff that I want. Some fun stuff. I bought some decent stuff lately. <laughs> I don't even want to. If I looked at my Amazon list right now of the shit that I... Let's do that. Let's see what that looks like. Shane's Amazon list in the past year. Let's see here. Your orders... Let's see what I've been numbing out on. Dang it, it keeps going over. Okay, okay. so this is the past three months. Let's go in 2020. Let's go this year. All right. You guys know that I'm somewhat of a prepper, so I have a medical kit that I recently purchased. I have an Ariat Men's Rowdy Tapered Work (laughs) Belt. Oh, man, I forgot about this. I bought Cashy Boy some Wranglers, and I bought him some kids' Rambler Ariat boots. Hey, guess what? Guess what, ladies and gentlemen? You know the Wrangler story from when I got out of rehab. Guess what I bought recently? I just remembered. I'm looking at the list. Wranglers Retros. Some slim fit boot cut jeans. (laughs) Ha ha! Yeah! Bought me an Antenna for a Cobra CB that I bought on eBay. (laughs) Are you kidding me right now? Bought some accessories for that, a little speaker. Hey, the CB life, man, it's fun, right? Ham radio. Someone told me the other day, man, those ham radio guys are real weird. I was like, yeah, I didn't didn't want to admit that I (laughs) kind of been doing some of that. All my uncles used to do that shit when I was a kid, man. They had the CB... They would get on with their call signs and call people and talk to truckers and that shit was fun. I thought another accessory a power cord going down the Amazon list here. I have a backdrop for filming for video. I have some clips. Reebok men's socks whole new life album from Reverend Horton Heat. That album is dope. I've been trying to get uh uh, the very first album, Smoke em If You Got Them, from Reverend Horton Heat. But I, I can only find it. It's like $300 for the LP, so I can't do that. Uh, got some shoes on there, some nanos. Got some work supplies. Uh, what else? Got some pepper spray. <laughs> got a hat. <laughs> you don't even know what hat that is. I got uh, a a high executive chair for my office, got a couple of books, I got a couple of magic tricks for cash, another book. All right, more shoes. I'm not going to continue to go down the list, but I just wanted to give you an idea of the random shit. That is some of the stuff that I need, some I don't, but some of it is just numbing out on things that i and, and let me tell you each one of those purchases probably took at least 30 minutes to go because i'm very meticulous about my searching and my my review reading and my um uh my research on the best products and so there's a lot that goes into these purchases other than just clicking the button and paying for it and then you got the whole financial side of it too right which It hasn't got to be that much of a a problem by any means. I don't think we're doing fine, but I'm sure that money could probably be put in some different places sometimes, right? Some better places. So what am I getting at here? I'm just saying, I can't even talk. Let me take a drink real quick. It's getting, it's getting hot in here. Uh, Here's what I'm saying. What are you numbing out on? What are you using to numb out? If you're sober What tools are you using to get spiritually fit? You know, shopping for long periods of time and researching like I, like I've been doing is probably not the best. And I know it sounds dumb, right? Like you're, you're talking to someone who was a habitual, um, drug user and, and, and drinker. And now I'm bitching about, I I'm shopping too much. I mean, I get it. I'm not complaining. I'm just trying to be aware And conscious of the fact Whatever it is Is it food? You know food's another one Sugar is one for a lot of people It could even be exercise Although in my opinion Exercise is You know is pretty damn healthy I think But yeah Could you use that too much To where you're not focused on your Spiritual walk? Of course Of course you can So what is it that you're using right now? Check yourself Run a little check As am I As will I continue to do, you know, as, as I kind of move forward from here because, um, you know, not staying connected and using things to numb out, it's not, you know, it's not healthy all the time when it starts to, uh, you know, when we start to get in, in, in places where there's a bunch of, like, sometimes I feel like there's 800,000 million bazillion trillion as cash would say, arrows. He just would say the number part. I'm adding the arrows in, but being shot in my direction, like I have this vision of like all these arrows, like, and I'm like dodging them, you know. And I'm catching one in one hand, and one sticks me in the leg. It's like you know, you're 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 trying to navigate through all corporate word, bing 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 bing. Navigate. I'm trying to navigate, but I am. It's funny how the corporate lingo takes over. I never, I had construction lingo. That's why I'm so. I think that's why my vocabulary tends to be verse, versatile sometimes. And I'm not stroking my own balls here. I'm just saying, like, I had a lot of construction talk because I've done construction for many years. And then I went into corporate and got in, like, this, like, white-collar game. And there's, like, this whole new lingo you got to learn. And then I have a sailor mouth sometimes. And, you know, it's it all bleeds together some days. So I guess that's just me. That's just me. You're unique, Raymer. Like everyone else. <laughs> I, I first heard my my buddy Chris Elliott say that. Love that guy. I miss that guy. And uh, and he said that one time to me. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he yeah he said it. So yeah. Um. Yeah. That's what he said. That's what he said. <laughs> let's Let's check out this article real quick. I hope you guys got something out of that. You know, um, connection what are you using to numb out? Like just run a check, just do a quick check. It don't have to be anything crazy, but hope something that, you know, that I said speaks to you. I wanted to check out this article, CDC details, uh, covid 19's massive mental health impact. Uh, I thought it was important and I'm not going to spend too much time on it. Cause I've went way over what I thought I was going to go with the crazy cat story and, and, uh, the, the connection and the numbing out piece. But The headline here is CDC details COVID-19's massive mental health impact. I want to bring some light to this on how much um, of an effect that all of this taking place is having on people's mental health and people's addiction to alcohol and to drugs too. We're seeing a huge increase in it. Um, There's people that uh, are relapsing, there's people that are dying. There's people that are having... I can't imagine trying to get and stay sober right now early on. You know, going through all this. Uh, it's very, very easy to find any excuse to numb out and to drink To right now. I mean, look, I'm experiencing it in my own right, even though I'm not drinking and and using again, thank God. But still, it's, it's tough to cope with all this stuff right now. And, and we have to, number one, be aware of it. You know, and then number two... What are some of the solutions that that we can find to this stuff, you know, and and connection, like I mentioned earlier is one of them, but the article and I'll put the link in the show notes for you goes on to say nearly 11% of American adults seriously considered suicide this June, according to CDC data. Is it data or data? I don't know. We'll we'll use data today. Among 5,470 people surveyed in the last week of June, 30.9% reported symptoms of anxiety, or depressive disorder 25.3% reported a traumatic or stress-related disorder and excuse me 13.3% said they were using substances to cope with the pandemic stressors said Rashawn Lane of the CDC's COVID-19 response team 10.7 reported seriously considering suicide in the prior month, more than double that rate reported in a 2018 CDC survey. The high rates of mental and behavioral health conditions show the broad impact of the pandemic and the need to prevent and treat these conditions, the author wrote, adding uh, the interventions to reduce these numbers should target financial strain, racial discrimination, social connectedness, and community support for patients considering suicide. Uh, medical professionals caution that social isolation associated with social distancing, along with soaring unemployment rates, could further accelerate the national suicide crisis. Um, man, so I, if, if, I mean, just look at the numbers. the the The, the numbers don't lie. That tells us the story right there. And then this isolation piece, you know, people are feeling isolated right now. People are feeling disconnected. Hence, you know, I just talked about it in my own personal, um, you know, experience going through a lot of this stuff that it's been hard to, to connect with people because we're isolated. We're being, um, isolated. And what does the enemy do? He isolates us. What does alcohol do? It isolates us, you know, over time. And so we we really have to be careful uh, about this and and be uh, conscious of it and reach out, man. Like I, I'm not gonna go into any more of the article. If you want to read more about it, I'll put it in the show notes. But here's what I'll end with today is is just that, just what I just said. If you need help, reach out. You're worth it. There's hope. Um, you know, suicide death is forever. We only get one life, okay? and i'm a firm believer that god has something good for all of us it's just up to us um you know to 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 do the next right thing and make ourselves available that's all we got to do and <clears throat> am i perfect at that in fact am i good at it something not, not really you know i know it and i say it and i i just want to be open about that but I, but i'm trying my best to practice it and i learned a lot just in today we go through a little like I'll, I'll call it like like the the roller coaster We go through these times when we're really dialed in and we feel like everything's going good and everything's together. We're very spiritually connected. Everything's cool, man. And then, you know, shit changes. Life changes. Life throws things at us sometimes that we can't plan for. We can't predict. And then we go, you know, now we're riding down. Our stomach's dropping because we're on that big drop on the roller coaster and we get down to the bottom of it. And stuff changes and and then we're not spiritually connected and we're just struggling a little bit We're not connecting personally. We're feeling I all that stuff. Listen I'm just saying like you're not alone Like I go through it too We all go through it and we have to be there for each other We got to stay connected and we have to know the shit's gonna get better Like this is everything is impermanent. It's all impermanent. This life is impermanent and we only get one so we need to do our best to you know remain available be in the moment try to serve others the best we can and that helps to get us out of our head helps to get me out of my head thinking about other people this selfish brain this brain that doesn't allow itself grace that questions that attacks itself that is its own worst enemy it's not healthy and it's not personal to us so Thank you for tuning in today. I hope you got something out of that. Um, if you want more information, you can go to thatsoberguy.com. Uh, holler at us on Instagram, at Real That Sober Guy, on Twitter, at Shane Raymer. Love you guys. Leave us a review on iTunes. Would love that. A nice five-star review. Love you guys. Peace, love, and respect. And keep your blood clean. my desk four times already this year and I used to be over by the window and I could see the squirrels and they were married.